Welcome back to Via the Source, where you can get news about the entire NFL and, of course, the Miami Dolphins. Fins up. Here's Steven, your host. What's up, guys? Today's date is October 28th. I'm Steven Masso. As always, you're listening to Via the Source. Now, today we have some interesting news because there were rumors floating around about Xavier Howard potentially being on the trade block, so that will be discussed. We're also going to be talking about the idea of Ryan Fitzpatrick also being traded, as well as Tua's uh, debut, how it's going to look. It's not going to be the full-on preview that I typically give. That will be later on in the week, but we were able to see the Rams a little bit last week on Monday Night Football, So we're going to be talking about that. So first, we'll begin with the Xavier Howard rumor that he was going to be traded. The Miami Dolphins actually had to come out and release a statement. It was in response to a report from Omar Kelly of the South Florida Sun Sentinel. The Dolphins released a statement saying, quote, the report in the South Florida Sun Sentinel is factually inaccurate and based on rumors. The paper practiced poor journalism by not reaching out to the team for comment or the chance to respond prior to publishing the story. We are not exploring any trades regarding Xavier Howard, close quote. Again, this is because on Tuesday morning, Omar Kelly reported that a league source had said, quote, the Dolphins already have an offer on the table for Xavier Howard and are seriously considering moving the 27-year-old before the trade deadline, close quote. So as you can imagine, this whole situation kind of set Twitter ablaze. Everyone was going crazy when the first initial report came out and then when the Dolphins released the press statement. And I will say, even though the Dolphins came out here and they released that statement, the NFL is a tricky business. I wouldn't even 100% buy that. If we look back at the past, uh, Brian Flores said there was no trade in place for Laramie Tunsil. A few days later, they traded Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Sills. And then if you think back, Cliff Kingsbury, the coach of the Arizona Cardinals said, Josh Rosen is our guy. A few days later, they draft Kyler Murray and they trade Josh Rosen. The NFL is a business. These kind of things happen. You never really know what What's going to happen. So even though the Dolphins came out and denied it, I would not be surprised if it still ends up being something that is happening. So I'm not going to go out of my way to bash Omar Kelly just yet uh, based on his report, just because of how the NFL tends to operate. Um, but again, Xavier Howard, if we think back to the offseason, he was more at the center of trade talks back then. Because if you look at what the Dolphins did, they got uh, you know Byron Jones, they signed him, making him the highest paid cornerback in the NFL at the time. And then the draft came around and they draft another cornerback in the first round in Noah Igbenogany. On top of that, Xavier Howard was coming off a pretty lackluster year in 2019, limited sample size. He had a knee injury that required a small surgical procedure and he had those domestic off the field issues. So you could definitely see why the Dolphins may not have been extremely high on Xavier Howard and may have actually been planning on getting rid of him and using Igbenogany as his replacement. So that was a likely scenario back then. But if we fast forward to right now, Xavier Howard is having a terrific season. He is tied for the NFL lead in interceptions. He has four. He's gotten an interception in four consecutive games. There have been several games where he has held his man to completely without a catch. And he has had, you know, maybe a game or two that have been disappointing. But overall, a very, very strong season from Xavier Howard thus far. So if you're looking at this from a trade aspect, the worry back then was, 
How are you going to trade Xavier Howard, who has a massive contract, who has that knee injury that he's coming back from, who had the off the field issues? Who's going to want to, you know, potentially take a risk on that? So now you have him playing extremely well and his value is extremely high. It's probably as high as it's ever going to be. So I could see the argument being made why trading him right now would be the move if you ever want to trade him. But then you have to look at the opposite flip side of that coin. Noah Igbenogany has been a severe disappointment. I'm not going to say he's a bust or he can't develop into something, but if you want immediate success right now, Noah Igbenogany as it currently stands is a liability on defense. He is not somebody who can shut someone down, not even close to the level of Xavier Howard. And if you're truly trying to compete, the Dolphins are in the hunt. They're three and three. Losing Xavier Howard would be a tremendous drastic loss for the defense, which has already been the weakness of this football team. So you have two very different situations and outcomes potentially here. If the Dolphins elect to trade Xavier Howard for draft picks, they're definitely plotting more towards the future. But some people are going to say, why are you doing that when you have a legitimate chance to win right now? So the Dolphins came out and denied it. I'm not going to flat out rule the possibility of it happening. I'm not going to say it's off the table completely. I still think there's a chance. If you read my articles in the past, I was always uh, kind of of the notion that the Dolphins may be looking to replace him and move on from him. So we're going to take a look at several teams just in case it does happen. The first team that is kind of on my radar because Xavier Howard is still one of the higher paid cornerbacks in the NFL. So if a team's going to snag him, his out in his contract is after the 2021 season. So in my mind, that means a team that needs the immediate help that wants to win right now, they have a close window, would be making the move for him. So I'm looking at teams like the Cleveland Browns, who are 5-2. and two. They are 30th in the NFL in yards per game allowed in terms of passing yards. So they desperately need some help in that secondary. Xavier Howard could be a guy they look at. Plus, that could uh, lead to some interesting talks about whether the Dolphins could make uh, a reunion happen with Jarvis Landry and have him return to Miami. I know a lot of people would love the idea of that happening. Other teams that I have here that I think could potentially make a move are the Tennessee Titans, who are also competing very much this year, but are also in the bottom quarter of passing yards allowed. A few other teams I'm looking at are the Las Vegas Raiders, the New Orleans Saints. I see a lot of people are saying that they could potentially trade uh, Marshawn Lattimore and get uh, Xavier Howard because they're not going to be able to re sign Lattimore. I think that's one that could potentially make sense. And the Dallas Cowboys, who the secondary is just a complete liability and they desperately need help there. They are still in the mix, but they could easily just say the whole season is a loss and may want to plot to the future a little bit. I'm not really sure the direction the Cowboys will take because the NFC East is so bad and technically it is still winnable for them. Uh, but nonetheless, Michael Gallup, they're going to have to make a decision whether uh, they're going to re-sign Michael Gallup and they're going to potentially extend Dak. There's a lot of cap issues there. So maybe the Dolphins who need a receiver could be making a move and getting Michael Gallup in exchange for Xavier Howard and then maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick, which I will talk about later on in the episode. So overall though, I think it would be a pretty shocking move if the Dolphins do it because like I said, I don't really trust Noah Igbenogany as it currently stands. I have faith in him, uh, you know, progressing and developing more in the future. But with the Dolphins being able to compete right now, it just seems like it would be a very risky risky move to kind of put that kind of responsibility on him and go away from Xavier Howard, who has been one of the better parts of this team as a whole this season. So let me know what you guys think about that. But we're going to move on to the next topic. And it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, who also some people are now saying, should the Dolphins be looking to trade?
trade Ryan Fitzpatrick. The team that's being thrown around the most is the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys desperately need a quarterback. Andy Dalton has been a severe disappointment for them, but then he got a really terrible looking concussion and they had to turn to Ben DiNucci. So they desperately need a quarterback and potentially they could turn to Ryan Fitzpatrick here and maybe get some, uh, you know, better production. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think it's fair to say he has been average so far this season. He has had some above average games. He has had some below average games. Overall though, I think he's been pretty solid. But would the Cowboys truly benefit from getting a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick? And that I'm not too sure about because if you watch the Dallas Cowboys this season. The issue isn't necessarily all on their quarterback. I think Andy Dalton, where, you know, he isn't the greatest, I think the offensive line puts him in an absolutely terrible position. And I'm not sure plugging Ryan Fitzpatrick behind that offensive line is going to be a night and day situation. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, as mobile as he can be, he is not Dak Prescott. And I'm not too sure if you plug Ryan Fitzpatrick in here that he fixes the team like some people seem to think he would do. Nonetheless, though, if they elect to go that route and try to make a trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, I'm for it. I'm not against it at this point. I know he has definitely some value. He is a leader in the locker room. People love him. But if you're truly going to hand the team over to Tua, then I don't see any really uh, any real harm in potentially getting draft picks in return for a guy who, you know, a lot of teams aren't going to be valuing too much at this point in his career. So I'm not against it. I mean, if you could somehow pull off getting a guy like Michael Gallup from the Cowboys who they're not going to be able to keep potentially, I would be all for it. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick himself would also be for it. He says he wants to continue playing and uh, he feels feels like he is still capable of winning games right now. He his time to to really show what he has is very limited. And I think, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to them making a trade for him. I would be happy for both parties involved. And overall, the situation is here. Uh, the switch over to Tua, to some extent, has to be a permanent move. And it is if it isn't a permanent move, and at any point this season, uh, you want to switch back from Tua to Ryan Fitzpatrick, you just can't do that. At that point, you are admitting the season is lost. You are potentially admitting that you don't have have a franchise quarterback there or you don't trust his ability to win I think the switch over to Tua has to be permanent to some degree and with that being said then I don't see an issue with trading Ryan Fitzpatrick so we're going to use that to kind of segue into the game against the Los Angeles Rams and if you remember back I said I was concerned about Tua starting against the Rams I said that uh, you know I wasn't delusional and I knew that stopping Aaron Donald would be a task and I said that he won't be the starter against the Rams because that is too difficult of a task only for the Dolphins the following day to prove me wrong so I've seen some people on Twitter and they have the exact same mindset uh, mindset that I have here and I think other people are replying to them and saying oh you're scared of big Aaron Donald hurting Tua no I'm not scared of Tua suffering a physical injury because of Aaron Donald or because of Jalen Ramsey. I'm just somebody who thinks getting a young player's confidence, getting him flowing, getting him, you know, adapted to the professional level is something that is extremely valuable to them. So if you play them in an easier matchup, like one against the Jets, who are barely an NFL team at this point, it makes complete sense. They'll be able to ease into it. You'll be able to build their confidence, kind of like how Dak was doing at the beginning of his career and in the preseason behind that offense 
offensive line. But with the Dolphins, you definitely have a little bit more risk involved because Aaron Donald is a task for any offensive line, especially one that consists of, uh, you know, two rookies on that offensive line. I'm not really sure how they plan on stopping Aaron Donald. And if you watch what the Rams did to the Bears, they were just completely disrupting Nick Foles that entire game. He was just getting hit. It looked like on every play as he threw the ball, he didn't have any time to decide where he was going and he was just chucking him up. And then you had a bunch of ball hawks in that Rams secondary and Jalen Ramsey floating around. It's a tough defense. And again, I'm not saying that to say that they're, you know, the big guys for the Rams are going to hurt Tua. I'm saying this is a tough matchup. And in a game where you want your quarterback to be able to get some confidence, get adapted to the professional level, all eyes are going to be on him. People are going to be quick to criticize him because Miami's desperately needed a franchise quarterback for decades. They want to see what they have here. If he comes out here and the Rams are just too much for him to handle, I'm worried that that could hurt his confidence for a bit. And I think that's not too unrealistic. I think that's a pretty uh, fair assessment to make. So again, I'm not going to doubt Flores' decision-making. I'm also not going to doubt Tua's ability and say that he will come out here and look bad against the Rams. But I'm just kind of worried that out of all all the games you could have put Tua in. Why this one against the Rams? That one's just a little bit questionable to me. But again, if he comes out here and he looks great against a very good defense, then you should just be over the moon. Then you have potentially shown that you have a star on this team. And, you know, there's not too many defenses that are going to be harder than the Rams or, you know, cause this much pressure. So from that aspect, I mean, you're doing a trial by fire. You're going to see what you have. It's going to be a very exciting matchup because the potential of him doing good against his defense will say a lot about this rookie quarterback. So guys, that is how I'm going to wrap up this episode. As always, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at via the source and at Shady Steven. I would appreciate that. If you're listening to this on the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify, if you could leave a review, that would be a tremendous help and give it a five-star rating if you like it. If you don't like it, you know, don't be too hard on me and, you know, give me things that you think I could improve on. But guys, that is how I'm going to wrap it up. Until next time, I'm Steven Masso and this was Via the Source.